A quick uh, message before we get started with today's episode. So, alrighty, let's say, you know, you're off for some travel for the holidays. You don't want to lug too much tech. So you bring the iPad, and that's what I did recently on a trip to Washington, D.C., and you want to get some work done, and oh, crap, it's all on your computer at home. What do you do, freak out? Nope, don't freak out. Thanks to go to my PC app for the iPad, you can turn your iPad into your computer. You can access everything that's on your computer back home. So you want to try it for free? All you got to do is download the app in the App Store and head to go to my PC.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code RISE. So download the app, go to go to mypc.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE. Let me know what you think. And welcome, everyone, to the Rise to the Top, the number one non-boring business show. I'm David Seitman Garland. You are in for a treat today, to say the least. Get ready. Strap them in. It's going to be a ride today on the show. Let me just tell you that much. We've got Noah Kagan here, who is the uh, chief sumo and the founder of AppSumo. And he's going to tell you a little bit more about this. And Noah has, not only does he have quite the background, he has just an incredible story sharing today about how AppSumo essentially has grown in less than two years from zero to over 500,000 email subscribers in a seven-figure business. And it's one of the coolest things. It's a crazy story. Noah talks in super, super depth and also candidly about where the idea came from, how they built it, how the, the site was marketed, how they got people to opt in, why they're doing it. There's just so many different things here and also the lifestyle that Noah's created for himself through the business and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and Noah has quite the background. He was employee number 30 at Facebook, number four at Mint. Uh, he worked at Intel, turned down a six-figure offer at Yahoo. Uh, he cr helped create Gambit. Uh, and now AppSumo, he also helped Tim Ferriss with the four-hour work week and four-hour body launches. Now, a few things here. One, if you listen towards the end, you're going to get a couple of goodies at the end of this conversation. Number one is a uh, essentially a strip-off with Noah and I. It'll be one of the more uncomfortable things you'll see in the history of the show. And also, Noah has a free gift for at least three people here from Rise Nation. So make sure to find out what he's got at the end there. He throws a really cool curveball at the end of the conversation. And and you know, if you're if you're not into explicit language and all that kind of stuff, you probably should be watching the rise to the top anyway. But that's my disclaimer. So of course, there's all kinds of words that your mama probably wouldn't want you to say around the dinner table. So without further ado, here is the interview with the chief sumo, Noah Kagan on the rise to the top. Enjoy. So excited today to be joined by this handsome lad, who's also the chief sumo and founder of App Sumo. What's up, Noah Kagan? Welcome to the rise to the top. What's up, brother? Fantastic having you on, man. Good to see. You. I like the headphones. Uh, Thank you. You know, maybe we can just hop into it for people that are looking for a little background ditty here about what AppSumo is. Before we get into the story and all kinds of stuff we're getting in today, why don't you give us just a quick spiel, sort of what AppSumo is and when it started? Yeah, AppSumo started about two years ago. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the actually interesting stuff. No, so uh, we started. Yeah, I was like, blah blah blah. We just did it, and now we're here. That, that's pretty much all I have to say today, David. All right, perfect. No, it's, well, it's been great having you on. Handshake time. Um, no, so we, how did it all go down? I was working at my last startup called Gambit, and, you know, a lot of what I was doing was sales, and I would go to people and be like, hey, you know, why don't you use our credit card processing stuff? And they're like, you know what, fuck you. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, it, and generally it was all guys, so it really wasn't that interesting. And what I noticed, though, is I was asking them what their biggest problems were. Like, where, what is the biggest thing you need help with your business? And the number one thing was customers. Like everyone was right. said that, 
And so I you know, kind of made a decision about some key things I wanted in a business. And I said, I want to be at a, a different, uh, different part in the totem pole. I didn't want to be at the bottom where I'm just keep getting shitted on. I wanted to be at a higher point where there's so much value in what we've created. Um, I wanted better customers. And basically, we, had, like, we worked in social games. We were doing Zynga. I think we did about $18 million our first year. So it was a very successful business. Wow. Um, but we, I fucking hated social gaming customers. I hate their fucking moms. I hate Farmville. I don't give a shit about any of that. I just defriended someone this morning on Facebook because I've literally gotten a Farmville request from her every single day for 200 days. So I finally, it's somehow, after 199 I said, that's it. Dude, uh, she's not a real friend. You know, right. Any of my real friends don't play that shit. Right. Uh, and then the, the third thing, you know, I wanted to work with certain types of people. I, the guys I worked with were really nice people as people, but working together was, was very challenging for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are the three things I was looking at, and I kind of said, all right, well, what's, what's hot? What's going to be interesting in the next few years, and what, what will I be excited to do every day? And I saw, like, you know, web applications, and I was like, oh, web applications like Dropbox and Flickr and FreshBooks and MailChimp. And right. I was like, there's not really a great way to get them distributed as, that, as more things go cloud-based and web-based. And so I saw uh, Mac Heist, which is like this bundle of Mac okay. shit. And I was like, well, why don't I distribute them, the web apps, through the Mac Heist, you know, kind of daily deal, Groupon, bundling model. And um, I kind of just built it with a Pakistani for 50 bucks. Uh, I launched it in about a month. It was super ghetto. It looked like shit. It had photos of cats all over it. Uh, I did all the processing myself manually. And, uh, you know, after about a month, it started, people actually kept buying stuff. And, uh, and then I was like, all right, let me just try to create a side business so I could travel the world and make about 5000 a month. Um, and I actually started traveling the world. I went to Europe. Interesting. All right. So we have so much we have to dissect here. Yeah, so I know. Dude. Be funny. I know. No, we're, I'm going to dissect the crap out of this because I think there's, there's so many interesting things in this story here. That's the beginning. And before we kind of get into the middle and kind of the whole, the whole spiel here um, and, and kind of diving more into the business model and how you're marketing sure it and do. all that kind of stuff, let's get to – I don't want to call it the end because obviously it's yeah, still man. going. But uh, fast forward just, just to now, just to give us sort of like a starting point here. Um, you start it. You ghetto launch it as you call it. We'll get into that. Um, all, the, all the different things that you do. You want to travel the world. You want to make $5,000 a month, and I know it's doing a lot more than that. Give us a snapshot of where AppSumo is at now about two years later, maybe from a subscriber or general revenue. or Give us some uh, juicy, meaty detail as to where you're at right now. So I'd say first off, we have an office. I'm not working in my – I still do work in my boxers sometimes. Uh, (laughs) Not so much in the office. So there's like other guys. Oh, there's like other people there. It's a little like real people. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why, but yeah, they come every day. Uh, Beats me. No, um, so we have a team of about 14 people. It's pretty cool. We're all based in Austin, Texas. Uh, the subscriber number, I think, is 555,000. 555,000. And, so, and by subscribers, of course, we're meaning people that have opted in for email, correct? Yes, the people who actually get the email. This is after everyone who unsubscribes, and including myself. Right. Uh, I check the site so much, I don't prefer the emails. So yeah, 555,449. Okay, there we go. Uh, that, that's, that's a good number. Yeah, and then the revenue-wise, we focus on emails. Revenue has grown to a seven-figure business uh, in about a year and a half, give or take. Wow. Um, people really like it. I mean, that's what we – the kind of baseline that I was really aiming for was happy customers. Remember I told you before I was working in right. a business that, you know, it's one of the things where it's very easy to quit it and very easy to stop because you're like, oh, this sucks. And so now finally it's like our customers email us or tweet or anything that's like, hey, you know, actually I want to show you something. Um, they just love what we've done. On the move with Noah Kagan. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. We don't know where we're going, but we're here on video, and we're moving with Noah Kagan, and he has a small ukulele. So this is actually um, that was a ukulele that one of our customers, based on they, they saw some of the they bought some products, and then they made their own ukulele business. So that's 
yeah, man, it's just super fulfilling. So yeah, we have you know happy customers, pretty decent growth, and the amazing thing out of all of it though is that we're still nothing. <laughs> what, what I think do you a mean lot of that. I mean, a lot of people. I you know I was writing to the team today, and I still think we're a schooner. You know that little boat, right? Like the a little, little tiny thingy. boat that goes next to the big boat, right? Yeah, and then there's like these fucking massive things. You know, Facebook at a billion people, and LinkedIn at a hundred million, and Groupon at 135, and I'm like, 500,000. And it's not that I'm ungrateful for it. It's just that like it, it's a realization that we have a lot more. We have a lot more room to grow, and there's well, a lot more to do, and, and people to expose what we're what we're making. Well, I like the ambition there, but I got to tell you, from from like a perspective of the entrepreneur, and I know a lot of people that watch and listen to this show. I mean, just those numbers of growth are ridiculous, and you know it. I mean, I, I mean, going from zero to five hundred fifty-five thousand four hundred ninety-nine, in uh, in what less than two years, basically. I mean, is ridiculous. Yeah, you're not Facebook, but neither is anyone. Um, you know, if, if we could dive in a little bit here. Let's start because we got to talk about how you, how these people, how you're getting people to sign up and all that kind of stuff. But before we get there, I want to just make sure that I understand the business model of AppSumo, right? Sure. So, so tell us one more time exactly like how it works. Like, do you guys take a percentage of deals? Explain like how the business model uh, is for AppSumo, basically. Okay, I will do this, and I can give more juicy stuff over time. But I want to see your abs. I know you did six bucks. Hey. Hey, all you have to do you is face, Facebook.com. You can just find them there, you know? Maybe at the end of the interview because I'm actually tr- – because I think because of you and a few other things, I'm trying to get a six-pack now. We'll see how transparent you are. The more, the more naked you get, the more naked I'll get. I'll show my four-pack. It's like a four and like a little roll. It's got a little inner tube there. Um, at, maybe at the end of the show. If people stick around. All right, we'll, if you we'll stick around, you never packs. know what you'll see at the end. Um, so in terms of the business model, it's pretty straightforward. It's very similar to, to MacHeist or Wood or Groupon where – um, or even Amazon, we promote products. We agree on so we sell your product, let's say for a hundred dollars, uh, and then we agree on some revenue share. So if we sell it, we'll split fifty-fifty with you, and that's it. I mean, it's a really great thing for business. It's kind of a no-brainer. It's like if I come to you know we go to a business like Hans or one of the guys in the sales team. It's like you sell your thing for a hundred dollars. We're going to promote it to all these customers for free. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you money for free, and then we're, you're going to have all these customers forever. Um, and so most businesses have a pretty high retention rate of working with us. Again, I think. Hans, you know what? It's like 80%, 85%. Most of the ones who have that 20%, a lot of them just haven't responded to the email. Right, right. No, but what I, I guess what, I, what I'm also thinking about here is when, you know, you came up with this idea so quickly. Like you said, over a weekend, it was, it was up. It was pretty quick when you got the whole idea down. Did you play with any other business models in mind or was this from the beginning? You're like, no, this is, this is the one that's going to make sense. That's a really great question. The other business... I just I like doing things really quickly and figuring them out. And a lot of things I talk to people about, you don't really need websites. Um, you can mostly do most businesses over email or Excel or Google spreadsheets. You, I mean, or even in person. Most people just have this fascination with a pretty website, and that's the real business. The real business is a business, and the website is just supposed to help facilitate that business. Uh, the other idea huh. I have that I still kind of like is um, most local businesses. Uh, there's a lot of them, and there's a lot of people that come in every day. Like you went to—is that a Starbucks cup you're drinking? This uh, that, yes, and it is product pla- No, it's not. I wish it was product placement. Um, no, yes, this is a Starbucks cup, indeed. Okay. Well, so the interesting thing about that is, um, you know, did Starbucks get your name? Did Starbucks get your email? Did they get your phone number? Like, basically, all these no. businesses every day are having amnesia. So they bring in, like, 50 new people each day that finally come to their business. Finally, they get the, the unicorn of a customer who wants to give them money. And then they do just, like, bye, I hope you come back. Literally, I went through the drive-thru. I, yeah, I went through Starbucks. the drive-thru. I, that was literally exactly what happened, you know? And then this is what happens. When that happens, Noah gets sad. <laughs> Has to rub a fat man. Yeah. <laughs> sad Noah. No, so the problem is fucking retarded. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you work so hard to get the customers. You finally have them there. They bought something. They maybe had a great experience. And then you're just like, hope you come back. And so 
Uh, I had an idea, and I think there's somebody else that's doing it now, but it was called Fishbowl. And so digitizing customer information from local stores so that you can actually focus on retention of those people. Uh, so instead of always, always trying to get people to come back and hope they come back, get their information and say, come today for this special, or here's our menu today, or send them stuff on their birthdays. Um, and I, th I just really like that. It's a great opportunity. I, think, I still think someone can own that. The biggest problem, and, and I've done a, I did a student discount card in college that did pretty well, is that local businesses suck. And they're old, and they're slow, and they're very slow to change. They're hard. So, to, they're they're difficult to deal with. I, I fuck, I've done man. that. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I just hate those people too. I mean, I want them to succeed, and I'm really happy for them. But the challenge is, you know, educating them and moving them towards this is very, very hard. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier with the group on I guess idea. It's like, hey, I'm going to bring you customers, and we'll split some money. That's fine. But saying, hey, let's focus on your retention, so you don't have to spend any more money, is just something that like it would be more effort. And so, I, yeah, I basically was like, oh, this kind of. Uh, the thing that we became AppSumo was just easier to execute on and, and try out. But I still think that idea is good. That was all the right. other one I was tinkering with. Cool. So, all right, let's talk about that execution. I mean, I, I saw this actually on, uh, let's see, was it Tim Ferriss's blog? There was an article yeah. you wrote, a guest blog over there, talking about how you were able to build the core product in one weekend using an outsourced team in Pakistan for $60. And then I actually saw a speech where you went back on that and said it was indeed $50. So there was yeah. there was some slight dispute of the, of the cost here. Uh, but be, as it, be that as it may, um, tell us a little bit about how you went from, okay, this sounds like a great idea or an interesting idea to, all right, let's get something up and see if this thing is viable. Because I think a lot of people get stuck after totally. the idea part, right? Like you're like, oh, I have this great idea. I'm going to do this thing and then nothing happens. So here's the problem that I've seen 99% of people and I really want to help kill them. I call them entrepreneurs. That's kind of the, the word that right. I don't know Wantpreneur, I, like it. Yeah, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there and I'd love to kill them and I'd love AppSumo to be that vehicle for killing people that are entrepreneurs uh, so they can finally become the entrepreneur. Um, what I'd encourage is kind of what I discussed earlier and I could talk about AppSumo or other ideas. Uh, it really, most businesses could be broken down to just a few emails. And I know that seems a little more simplified. And people, people always want this golden ticket or this magical plan, and it really doesn't have to be that complicated. A specific idea that my friend had, um, and I think your audience will, will, will find this interesting, is he wanted to create like an eBay for food. So okay. single professionals like me, I'm at home, but I'd like a home-cooked meal, but I don't really want to go out to a restaurant. There could be a, an eBay that I, at, you know, during work I could go click and buy the food, and then it will be delivered when I get home. And local moms or families or chefs can just make extra food and put it online. And so he's an engineer, and, and I love him. His name's Boris. He's one of my closest friends. He wanted to do that, and I was like, you know, and what does an engineer do? I've got to build a site, and then now with market research with, you know, Lean Startup, it's like, I need to research this for 18 years. Right. Um, and so I think simplifying those things down to what's the core of a product and how do you actually make it, uh, like, validate as quickly as possible. I, I, the, what, I, what I call it is the velocity to $1. So how do you get that velocity to $1 to validate your business? So what did um, you do for AppSumo in that case? Yeah, so for AppSumo, I literally emailed one guy who had a product. Um, well, first off, I knew there was an audience, which was at reddit.com. I knew that I could buy cheap ads, and my audience and my customers were already there. And then I tried to figure out, all right, which product could I give to those people? And Imgur Pro, I-M-G-U-R, it's a photo hosting site. Uh, actually, I've heard of that, which is so random, but yes, yeah. Um, so Imgur was a product that a lot of Redditors use. So I just emailed the guy and said, um, hey, can I promote your product? I'll, you're selling it for 25 bucks. I'll sell it, and everyone I sell will give you $7. And for him, I mean, it, the best part about our business is that it's digital. Unlike a local store where there's like, you know, there's, there's physical costs, right? Like when right. You sell Overhead it, and employee, just all, all kinds stuff. of but stuff, right? For him to issue a new thing is marginal. It's zero. Um, so $7 for him is great. So I got him committed. I had the audience. And then I emailed the Pakistani people and said, hey, can you help? So I already knew that I could sell this product someplace. It wasn't like, oh, I hope I can sell it. 
And I think what I try to do is guarantee success. I'm like, what are the variables that would reduce my chances of success and knocking them out? So I was like, all right, audience, customers, got them. Product, got them. And the website, I literally searched Google for a PHP system. And then I had the Pakistanis build the PayPal button. I think I probably could have even done it cheaper. I probably could have created like a Google page, just use Google Sites or you know WordPress page, put a PayPal button on there and not even done any coding whatsoever. Huh. And then just have people buy it through that button and then I would have just manually emailed. Instead of the, like I built the website with registration which probably added an extra few days, which was unnecessary. Interesting. Interesting. So, now, yeah, go ahead. I wanted to finish this just quickly. So my friend with the food thing, instead of building a website, all we, he did just two simple things. I said, Boris, I want you to email 20 single professionals and ask them to PayPal you, give them your PayPal address and a date for that dinner, for the food. And so he emailed 20 friends. I think 11 of them sent him $20. Okay. And then I said, go on Craigslist and post, I need uh, 11 meals made for $15 each on this day and you have to deliver it. And so he didn't build a website and he connected it. We literally did that in one day when we were drinking in Austin when he came to visit me. And he, he finished the business. And so the business was validated. It showed that it worked and he actually delivered it. His problem is that he didn't keep his momentum going afterwards. And that's, uh, that's another story. Right. So what, what I find interesting too is why did you decide on email itself, you know, as your uh, currency, I guess, to, to talk to people? Because, you know, sometimes email still gets a bad rap. You know, people are like, oh, you know, obviously Groupon has kind of validated that that's worked and that's, that has to be part of it too. But, you know, people are like, oh, you know, especially web geeks, like they don't use Email. They're the worst. They use RSS and they use, you know, magic fairy bunnies and wh wh whatever it is that they're using instead of email. <laughs> like people, you know, always talk about other forms of, you know, building a list or, or people to talk to, but you went like balls in <laughs> on, on the email. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Why did you decide to go that route and, and compared to, I guess, other things you might have been able to do or have multiple ways or something like that? I think that's a really good question and I think what's fascinating is evolution of things and why. So when we started AppSumo, there was no email. It was just come buy it. Like come uh, to the website? Come to the website and come. And click it, the it, PayPal, get the thing. And so it wasn't like, oh, let's just copy what everybody else is doing. We just kind of evolved and learned things for ourselves. And so uh, we said, well, they're coming and we've worked so hard to get them. And I think one of our advisors was like, dude, get their emails because you're wasting them. They're coming, like what I talked about earlier. Um, and so we started doing emails and it actually turned out that once people gave us their email, they would even spend more money than when they didn't give us their email. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fat. And I think there, and we've done something else. So if you go to like one of our contests, so okay. check out our, go to like appsumo.com slash, let me see which one's still on. Go to appsumo.com slash, uh, Amazon. Okay. Yeah. It's still good. Okay. If you go to appsumo.com slash Amazon, uh, you see that we actually ask people a question before you can submit for the contest. And we found that that actually increased the email conversion. Interesting. Because people are, it's like putting a little, it's like, you know, putting a little bit in and you're like, all right, I'll, I put a little, I'll put more. Um, and so coming backwards, just take it a step back from your original question. You know, the best, the best way to sell things, the best way to sell things is in person. Mm -hmm. Then I would say, you know, and it goes further than down there from phone, phone, maybe snail mail, maybe email or maybe live chat, maybe email, then maybe like, I don't know, smoke signals. Right. So, Towards the you know, yeah. If our, you know, and I've told this to the team, I've, I think I've, and I've thought about this before, I hate emails myself, and I would prefer to do phone calls. I would love to call every single one of our customers every single day, or even a text message or whatever they would prefer, that is the best conversion and best for them. Mm -hmm. The problem is it's not scalable. Like, mm -hmm. if I could call everyone of our customers and just say, good morning, here's what's going on today, I hope you have a great day, and we could affordably do that, I would. It's just that right. email is that medium that we can balance the cost and the effectiveness. Mm-hmm. 
And have you noticed, like, you know, if I go, if you just go to straightupappsumo.com, last at least few times that I've gone there, it's literally a box, enter your email, get the, you know, here, daily deals for web geeks, enter your email. Uh, you obviously have done a lot of testing. I, I saw a little speech that you did where you talked about how once you realized you could do a summary email, that increased revenue by 10%. I've done my research. Um, yeah, wow. And uh, you know, I, I saw you've done a lot of different things when it comes to optimizing. A lot of, what, what have you learned about, I guess, when it comes to getting people to enter their emails once they get somewhere and also, I guess, optimizing when it comes what, – what are some lessons that you've kind of learned from this over the last couple of years? So I'd say the, the biggest one I could give to your audience is don't optimize anything. Okay. And I know that's a little opposite of what you're expecting me to say. Hey. But I think the biggest problem is that people get so uh, engulfed and, and enamored and, and love, oh, I want to A-B test the period and the color of a button and all this shit. And frankly, I think I try to have – it's a little arbitrary, but I'd say unless you're at uh, $1,000 a day in, in revenue or maybe 50000 uniques a month, optimizing won't do shit for your business. You can't optimize your business to success. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd say that's the biggest piece of advice. Don't do it unless it really will, like, you are at some scale where a 10% or a 50% thing can really increase it. Okay. All right. It's just not worth your time. Fair, fair uh, answer. I'd say in terms of optimization, what you, and, and if you're actually going to go do it, uh, the biggest thing that everyone should realize is just focusing at the highest top of the funnel, at the highest part of your funnel, mm-hmm. uh, and then working downwards from there. Because a lot of people kind of just do random optimizations. They're like, oh, let me do this, and then go over here. Start at where you're going to get the most return, right? So for us, it's like everyone went to the homepage, and email is the best thing. So why don't we focus on how do we get more emails and start with the homepage because that's where everyone's going. Right. Uh, we don't focus on increasing revenue. We don't optimize doing upsells or cross-sells or any that kind of shit. It's just like what will help us get more emails, which helps grow our business. Makes a lot of sense. Now, then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was just saying the other thing is start with Google Website Optimizer completely free. Um, it doesn't cost you anything, and it's great. And then as you get to you know, a larger size, you can, you know, we've built our own system that's taken us a year to build. And what I've had to decide and what we've done as a team is what is your competitive advantage as a business? Mm-hmm. What is, if someone else wanted to compete with you, where are you going to distinguish yourself? And so we think that you know, our email system is pretty competitive advantage and our optimization framework that we built in-house. And I think one day we'll probably open source some of that stuff. But for now, we feel like that's going to give us an advantage if one of your readers or someone else wants to kind of come in and copy our business overnight. Right. I think Make, they won't be able sense. to copy that kind of stuff. Makes sense. Yeah, and I think I, I agree with that. I see a lot of people that just focus so much time worrying about how do we get this better, 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 as opposed to probably bigger questions that should be answered. And, and something that you do extremely well, I mean, obviously getting 555,499 people signing up and wanting to hear from you, we got to talk the marketing because I think this is such a key thing in, in this way. You talked about the Reddit ads early on. Um, Tell us what, what are some of the wins that, that have happened for you when it comes to I, – I, I, what I mean by marketing, I, I guess, I mean literally people coming in and signing up for AppSumo because I guess there's no other way to really describe, describe it. Um, so what, what have been some of the key wins or strategies or things that you put in place that have worked well? That's a good question. I mean with marketing, it's an evolution, and I think that um, – I think the biggest thing is like you have to experience things for yourself. And I, and I think what happens in a lot of these videos or you know, products that we sell and uh, a lot of things, people just want a golden ticket or they want this like silver bullet that they're like, oh, that's what they did. I'll just fucking replicate it and it works. And I've done things that you know, people put in articles, all these absolute things like put out this text and it works. And we've done it and it doesn't work. Right. Put out long-form emails. We put out long-form emails and now actually they didn't work that much better than not having a long-form email in our emails. Um, and so in terms of marketing, I'll share what we've done and, and how we've evolved. But I just encourage everyone to go and, and rough it. Yeah. Go out and figure out why it's working or why it's not working and 
that's something that like, you know, if you want to copy us or if you want to build your business, it will, it will significantly help you grow faster. Right. And I think real quick, just my antidote there is that really that's what I try to do on the show, it, it, you know, in these talks is like, I think everyone kind of understands that, and I'm, I'm glad you hammered that home, that what works for Noah Kagan and AppSumo might not work for, you know, Sally and, you know, totally. Super Sumo. Uh, but, but, yeah, but the idea is I think it's awesome to learn from things that have actually worked from people that have actually done them as opposed to someone sitting here saying, great, great content. I just love it because it's like word of mouth. Do viral, put a Twitter button, that shit works. Right. Right, I mean, so like, I, I'm excited to hear exactly what you've done, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll share the exact stuff. Uh, the funny stuff is like Facebook Connect, right? You see a lot of sites and PowerPoints and tweets. Oh, we added Facebook Connect and shit worked. We fucking have tried everything on Facebook Connect. Like, Connect and all this stuff. Never, it's never gone viral. <laughs> it's never worked. It's never grown our site. It has, Chad, has it ever helped? Facebook Connect button? Ever? Never, ever. Fact. So everyone should go do Fun Facebook fact. Connect. Um, <laughs> Noah Kagan says, F you Facebook Connect. I do. Facebook's fucked me over a lot. They've also been good to me, but they fucked me over a lot. Uh, I would have been worth about $80 million if, uh, if I didn't get let go, which is a whole other story. Yeah. $80 million, dude. Shit, I'd be in a Ferrari. This office would be like Ferrari desks. And for people that don't know, you were employee number 30 at Facebook. Just a little antidote there. It's depressing. So, uh, okay, back to the story. Uh, in terms of marketing, the evolution of it was, um, in the beginning, I just fucking tried everything. I, and I think most people are just too pussy. I really do. I think people are very... I agree. I agree. Um, and, and I think it's probably A, because they're not working on something that they really want to be working on, uh, and B, because they're a pussy. So, and you combine those, you have ultra problems. Yeah. Oh, right? That's a scary, I don't want to get too crude. There's still a bunch of, you know, and I, I think what it is is that you have to be committed to what you're doing, and you want it, got to want it to succeed. Like, you have to be willing to go to people and be like, can I have your email address on, on the street, let's say, or in a coffee shop. And so in the beginning of AppSumo, that's what it came down to. It was me uh, just by myself. What did I do? I bought some ads on Reddit. That did okay, but I wasn't tracking them, so I didn't know how well that was doing. Yeah. Um, we got one of the – I'll tell you. Let me just give you the successful ones because I think those are better. Yeah, I think those are – I mean, those are key for sure, the successful uh, ones. So the two biggest ones in the beginning was I worked backwards from press. So I said, who do I want to be covered by and what would they want to cover? So I, and then I would make products that would tie to that. Okay. Can you give, so right, I, can you give us a little, uh, little fun yeah, example? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a juice, man. I'll give, give you all the juice. Give us the juice, man. If you want to see the abs, you got to give the juice. I want, damn, I want some ads, yeah, son. See? Uh, we do have perfect push-up in the office. This is like our new thing. It's over there. Everyone, everyone perfect push-ups during the day. Actually, and then on yesterday, we did a jumping jack. Anyways. Just do it. You do one of those, you'll get a six-pack in no time. Go ahead. True. So the, the two things that we did in the beginning is I went to Lifehacker, and I said, you know, what could I put together that you guys would promote? I just went to them. Fuck, like, me coming to them and saying, here's this. I said, what would I put together you promote? They'd be like, or you could even ask them, what are your top favorite apps? And they said, Evernote. Uh, and a few other products, I think, uh, what do we have? Remember the Milk, uh, a few other ones. And they were like, yeah, these are our favorite. I went out and got them, put it together, and I said, hey, I got that for you. He's like, sure, I'll write a story about it. And that drove like, I don't know, 500 sales the first day. It was like a $50 product. This is the second, this is the second thing we ever put out. And so that drove us a lot of our signups, right? And that was a lot of uh, initial, initial traffic. The second thing we did is we would bundle things. And so we would go to uh, the partners, and we'd say, hey, We've bundled this with you. you. There's three of you. I don't want you to email your customers because they're already your customers. But why right. don't you email the people that aren't your customers? The people who are free, not paid, inactive, um, old, that, you don't ha that haven't been, been used in a while. Not used. Used is such a weird word. 
but you get my point. Haven't, yeah, and, haven't been haven't been paying customers or, or or really engaged with the product in a while or whatever. Well, so they have nothing yeah. to lose. So for right. them, it's fine. And so they would actually email their whole list or that that specific customer base and say, "Hey, go buy this today." And that drove a substantial amount. About twenty to thirty percent of our business overall, still to this day, is about word of mouth. Mm-hmm. A lot of people still do share uh, things that we that we promote because it's like, hey, it's deal stuff. Um, we never did SEO. That's never worked at all for us because our stuff is too temporary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started out in January doing advertising. Yeah, uh, and I, that's going to be the big thing I'll, I'll share with you. But in January to this, we spent four hundred dollars that month in advertising, and now we spend anywhere between five and ten thousand a day in advertising. Wow! So f- wait, hang on. So f- in January, four hundred dollars a month. A month. And now we're, we're, we're when we're taping this interview, which is in December, uh, you're talking about what we say five to ten thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, <laughs> whatever you're doing is working or you're nuts or you're nuts and it's working, which I think is really, so tell us about this. Cause, cause you know, I see it. I, I AppSumo follows me around a little bit, you know, like I'll be on uh like we mentioned, yeah, I know you're in the computer. Like, you know, I, I see you on Tim Ferriss's blog. I see you, uh, uh, you know, an ad on his blog. I see various different things. So, so what has worked when it comes to advertising and how have you gone from 400 to let's say 10,000, um, and, and made it work? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it all comes down to ROI. So there's two things that matter in advertising, ROI and time. Mm-hmm. And so we, I mean, literally, the, the graph of our ad spend is pretty fascinating because you can see the evolution. It's like nothing, 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 nothing. And it's just a slow progress um, where it wasn't like, oh, overnight, let's, let's figure out it works. So I think the two biggest things is that we started tracking uh, maybe a few months in mm-hmm. after January. And we're like, all right, people are actually, we're making our money back within a, a certain period of time. So Which how do you define? Sorry, not to interrupt there, because this is a question no, I think sometimes people over overlook no, no, this no, part. Please, how please. do you track that? Meaning, meaning, what I mean by obviously you can track a link coming from somewhere, but do you define each each email? Do you give a number to each email that is signed up? So meaning, like um, each customer that's or someone that adds to the five hundred fifty five thousand four hundred ninety nine has a certain value. Uh, meaning, like they're six. Bu- you know, you're willing to spend a certain amount of money per person. Yeah, so the way we track it is actually on the ad buy. So let's say we spend let's say we spend a dollar fifty a click on Facebook. Okay. okay. So it's about let's just say the conversion rate is ten percent. I'll just do the math with your with your people. So All right. ten if it's ten percent conversion rate, that means we need ten people to get one email. Mm-hmm. Right? And if it's a dollar fifty a click, that's ten times a dollar fifty, which is fifteen dollars. So that means that care the one. Yeah. Care the one, yeah. mod two, mod five, right. plus a uh, so that means that an email address or a customer, not a, I mean, a subscriber, I would say, costs us fifteen dollars for that email. Okay. And so we track that back to that individual ad. Okay. And then we look at that customer over their lifetime to see when, I mean, how much have they spent after seven days, after thirty days, after ninety days, after one hundred eighty days, and do we do we make our money back? Because we may not. And a lot of we've spent maybe about thirty thirty five thousand on Google, and we've only made back three thousand in mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. A year. That's not good. Right. Um, but on Facebook, we've had some success. It's definitely gone, gotten more competitive and, and been harder over time. Um, but that's specifically how we do our ad buying. It's like we spend it on the ad. We see how much people we, we get in, how much it costs us for them, and then how long does it take us uh, to get our money back. Because if it takes six years to make your money back, you're going to be out of business. Right. So you're saying that, uh, let's say Joe Smith, let's say from the end user perspective, Joe Smith sees your ad on Facebook. Okay, He clicks it. Dollar fifty from you guys. Let's just say he's the one, and he, he's the he's the one guy who signs up for it, right? So he goes mm-hmm. there, signs up, enters his email into AppSumo, says, "I want to hear the daily deals." So you're saying then, from inside your system, you're also seeing that does Joe Smith become 
a lurker, a buyer, an unsubscriber, totally. all that kind of stuff. And you remember that Joe Smith came from this particular Facebook ad. So you have all that data. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem I, in my previous business is I always just get so data, like data horny. I'd be like, oh, I want a graph. Give me that, oh, give me that graph. You know, like, uh, <laughs> God, people must think I'm insane. No, so, I love it. I love it. <laughs> But the real thing that, you know, Nick, you know, one of the guys that works with it, Nick, who's our kind of our optimization engineer, he said something great yesterday. He's been saying it to me for the year he's been working with us. He's like, what action can we take? So everything we do in terms of optimization or tracking ads and, or things we're trying to build, it's like, what action can we do with that data versus mm -hmm. just tracking everything, which I used to be really excited about. And so with the ad spend, it's like, how much do we spend? When is it coming back? Just try to simplify things down to the core. Interesting. Okay, so, so, so really is your main, I guess, acquisition weapon at the moment the advertising and also what is what are real quickly what are, what are some of your favorite ones that uh, you said Facebook is there any other favorites that are really like wow this is working well for AppSumo right now yeah so I think some of the let me give you two or three other things that we've done that so some of them worked well but they wouldn't scale and I think that's what people need to realize in marketing okay. like you're looking for repeatable scale that's effective in cost, right? Mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Can I do this more than once? Will it reach the amount of people I want? And how effective it is to, to spend the money on that? So as an example of that, we used to do custom bundles. So like literally anybody that would do it, I would make a custom bundle for. So like if you had a website that had 50,000 readers, I'd say, I'll make a custom bundle for you. It's free. Or you could sell, you can do whatever you want. Just promote it. And then, you know, a lot of times they wouldn't promote it. They'd just be like, all right, thanks. I'm like, fuck, I just spent a month of my life doing that. Um, right. But a few times we would do it and people would do really well. But it wasn't repeatable enough in, in consistency. It's the same reason we haven't done a lot of like blogging and content stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I've done a few guest posts like on, on startups.com. That drove 300 new emails. I was on IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com with Ramit. He's got a great site. For our work uh, week? Yeah. For our, I mean, those drive a lot of emails. Uh, the issue with them is just like I've done posts that took me like a week. Right. And it drives me like 50 emails. Right. Um, and so it just needs to be repeatable and scalable. And I'd say the second biggest takeaway uh, around that stuff is that free things are really effective. Okay. Um, so and it's not necessarily mean? just free. If you give away free shit, it's still shit. Right. Um, but uh, the, the bigger point of the free thing is actually focusing on your customer as a relationship versus just a transaction and, and really trying to build that out versus just, you know, AppSumo, if you think about it, is pretty, we're, we're like a really bad friend. We're like, hey, what's up, bud? got your email now we're going to email you like fuck i don't want you emailing me every day and right. guess what every day we're not just emailing you awesomeness we're emailing you things give to us buy. money yeah yeah <laughs> theoretically though it should be better you know we put out things we're very sensitive for that we really care about we try to curate the best stuff and so we, we are trying to put out the best products possible but like if you think about it at a more objective relationship sense it's like email bye 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 it's not understood a, like, and so we've tried to build more into like how do we give out more value of free things of specials of things that like build a relationship versus just a transaction with our okay. customers. Got it. And what, what would be an example of something that you've done with that? No, I mean, it's just taking some of our products that cost us thousands of dollars. We used to make free videos every Friday that cost us about 2000 a video. Um, they didn't look that great, but it still cost us the money. And we would just give them out for free because people would like them and it would get new people to know about us. And the people who already knew about us would feel better about us. Ah, interesting. Okay, cool. So one more question really on the business side. Well, one and, Dude, a, half wild, one and a half questions. And then I want to talk a little lifestyle stuff and traveling the world and all that kind of jazz. Um, but now that we have the glasses going, we're shifting from business to lifestyle indicated by glasses. But one more question on business stuff. Um, what mistake-wise, uh, you know, and I don't want to call it mistake, but a learning lesson or waste of money, whatever you want to call it, um, in the in the two years that you've done AppSumo here, has there been something that you're like, God, 
that was something we put a lot of either effort, time, or money in, and it was just not not a great effort. We're not going to do that one again. Uh, so there's three things I can share around that. I have, dude, so one of my favorite numbers is 86%, which is how much we fail. I've shared that in some of the presentations where we fucking fail a lot. Right. Like, you, like I won't say I'm like an expert in failing. Uh, and it's funny because we had a guy apply for a job maybe two months ago. And he, you know, when I first started talking on the phone, he's like, I was kind of scared to call you because I didn't want to get it rejected from the job. And I'm like, clearly you're not going to work not out. Not going to be a fit here, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. And so, you know, we have a culture of failures encouraged and experimentation. Like we experimented this weekend with um, putting out services. So if you go to like AppSumo.com, is Dan Martell up at all? No. Oh, is it slash Noah Kagan though? Or is it really? So if you go to AppSumo.com slash Noah Kagan, okay. uh, you can buy an hour of my time. And so nice. we're, it's just an experiment. It's just trying new shit out. It's like, all right, well, our purpose is to help professionals succeed. Right. We get to help companies get new customers, and we get professionals that can improve their businesses or their careers. And one of them is connecting them with either people or services or functionality that will help that. And so this is just another experiment around it. Cool. Um, and, and this could have definitely failed. It's actually seemed to be doing okay. Right. I think it's just encouraging that within the whole team in that, in that environment. Right. Uh, and so in terms of other failures that we've had, we built a site called rewardlevel.com. Uh, Chad here, who's my, my life partner, he's kind of camera shy. Got it. Um, but Chad spent, what, like three, four months building it. We spent thousands of dollars. We got you know, major press, major sites. Uh, I think Jeff's leaving, but he, Jeff, Jeff's first, dude, Jeff got seven sales today. Bye, Good job, Jeff. Jeff. Way to go. For, uh, for, for our growth strategy, Jeff leads the growth team. And so we put him up, I think, for $100 an hour if you need help on growth. It's just experiments, trying right. things out. And I think he sold seven of them. His confidence was kind of low, though, so it's better now. Nice. nice. That's good. It. You're boosting egos there. But you were saying rewardlevel.com. Yes. Yeah. So with rewardlevel.com, Chad spent four months. We spent thousands of dollars in, in uh, the design and in time and other things, opportunity cost. Uh, and at the end of it, it just didn't do shit. It was, and basically the way we looked at it is like if we could double the size of that business or double the size of AppSumo's business, um, AppSumo is going to be a much more promising business. And the other thing is that we were just too small not to be focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we built things around how do we help distribute great software that was kind of it. And so we thought reward level was going to be that. And you guys can check it out yourself if you're interested. It's still, I think, there. Um, we also built like a Yelp thing for web apps. Mm-hmm. So if you go to like dir.appsumo.com, it was like a Yelp for web apps. I spent, I don't know, probably 1000 2000 bucks on it and time. And it just didn't really do well. And I think what you have to look at is uh, one of my favorite things to do is kind of look at the anomalies in data. Mm-hmm. Look at like what things are working and not working and why. And then try to like extrapolate that more. So just two more things with the advertising that we talked about earlier is that when you find that anomaly that's working really well, mm-hmm. you go back. You know, this looks kind of awkward. Yeah. You go back and you spread. <laughs> go see. If you, you spread, spread that anomaly. You spread it. There you go. <laughs> wow, it's going downhill. So yeah. I'm not having any drinking. So, no. So, but you, you focus on that anomaly and then you, you fucking go hard on it. Like, so ads we went from 400 to 5,000 a day because it's working. Right. Um, and same thing with hiring in, in, in terms of mistakes is that. Uh, in the beginning, I just if you had a brain and you were conscious, I would hire you, right? right. Uh, and so then over time, we've evolved and, and grown and matured from, and I like calling it from ghetto to classy, where we've said, you know, people like Hans and Chad and, and other people on the team are what make the difference in our business. Mm-hmm. So other people who want to compete don't have the caliber of our people now. Uh, and I think that's what it's going to differentiate us and help us get to those next levels. But we, yeah, I definitely failed a lot in uh, trying to filter out and find and, and, and uh nurture and train the right people. Right. And actually, it's a perfect segue to my, to my kind of the next topic that I want to cover is kind of the operations slash moving into the lifestyle thing, right? Because you mentioned at the beginning, let me give you a backstory here, is that 
you know, really, I always am fascinated, and I think our audiences too, by entrepreneurs, not only that are building successful, cool crap, not crap, obviously it's not crap, successful, cool stuff, um, and also living a cool lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, whatever that is to them, like, which might be traveling the world, it might be, you know, playing recreational sports, I don't, I don't know what it is, whatever the cool lifestyle is, because I think, you know, there's too many people that are working 170,000 hours a day or whatever. Uh, so at the beginning, you mentioned, uh, give or take, you mentioned that when you first started this, you're like, God, I would love to make, you know, $5,000, whatever it was, you said $5,000 a month and travel the world. Now it seems though you've built sort of, you know, there's a real office here and real people walking around unless you stage them today for this interview, which I don't think you did. Um, in that case, tell us a little bit about kind of the business and life software. I mean, are you, are you in an office now all day? Do you still get a chance to travel the world? What's sort of your, your lifestyle like? I think that's, that's a really good question. Um, so my last business was all remote. It was all like, you know, everyone works. You talk on Skype. You kind of have random meetings. Uh, and for this business, it was never intended to be a business. It was kind of intended to be a lifestyle business. Uh, and one thing I want to preface it with people who aspire to be that is that it, it's mostly shit. I just want to repeat that. It is mostly shit. And what I mean by that is that I get a lot of emails maybe, you know, three or four a week. I guess that's a lot. That's like, hey, I'd love to join AppSumo. I'd love to come work with you guys. And we get more people than that at that point, but they really are excited. And I think what, what a lot of people are missing about the shit part is that 90% of what we do is work. Right. <laughs> it's the 10%. It's fun to say like, oh, we had this experiment that worked or I get to come share some of my stories with you and your audience or I get to go speak right. at an event or someone you know, buys us a big fat sumo. Right, um, literally a big fat sumo. There he is. Yep. Or sends us a ukulele. Like, that's the 10% that's very fulfilling and nice and, and our customers and all that makes it all worth it. But a lot of what we do is work. And I think when people aspire for that lifestyle business or weekend business or four-hour work week, I think they neglect that. They have to basically, just to, if you want to do it, just think for one year it's going to suck. Mm -hmm. One year is going to suck. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'll tell you a specific time. I was in Croatia where we were traveling Europe working on AppSumo. I wasn't working a ton, maybe like, you know, I wouldn't send out the emails. I would do like a deal every other week. I'd make the deals two weeks so I didn't have to do a new one. Right. Um, but I was in Croatia on, in Split, which is like on the coast. It's gorgeous. Like, we're in like a little, little house. And I was up from 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. dealing with a deal that just had issues because it did really well. But then there was problems and support. And so that's what I was doing on my European vacation. Another time I was in Austria, I spent, literally I didn't sleep at night because I was on my computer working with people all night to get some stuff working. Mm -hmm. So that's my lifestyle business. And I've evolved as a person. I think I used to be a lot more impatient, a lot more short-sighted, a lot more tactical. And I've, I've matured through AppSumo being a lot more strategic and a lot more longer-term thinking. And so uh, the lifestyle is still a good balance. I still get to go play disc golf when I want to play disc golf. Um, but I think the balance I want is like of all the things I want to spend my time on, it is AppSumo. Mm -hmm. And I realized, I realized that I wanted to get this business to be large. It would just that would be fulfilling to me. And to get it to be a larger size, it needed to have an office. It needed to have everyone locally here. It needed to be taken more seriously. And if I didn't want that, that's fine. I was just I was okay at this point in my life moving the business towards that more so than you know, traveling Europe or my last business, I moved it to Argentina. Right. And with this business, I still got to do that. Like I went to Nicaragua last week and, and worked there for a, for a week. Um, but our business, I think, you know, fundamentally we're very meritocracy where everything is results driven. And so everybody on the team knows that. Um, but I think the balance I have right now is perfect. I get to do the work I want to do every day. Like I never dread Mondays. I keep thinking today's Friday. I'm like having a good day. I'm like, is it fucking Friday? Like, dude, it's Tuesday. Right. Um, right. And so I think the lifestyle really comes back to the person of what they really want to get out of it. And now I love seeing the rest of the team here. I love that we're all working on the same mission. 
Um, and I love that most of my day is spent either here or you know disc golf or hanging out with friends or, or running or exercising. Right, and I like you know, and I like that because I I appreciate people like yourself that make no apologies for whatever the lifestyle is. You know, I mean, I know plenty of people that work, you know, a crap ton. I know some that work very little. You know, there's I think the life it's the lifestyle that you want to if you're happy with it and it's working for you. That's exactly I think that's, it. There's that's no the key. Who care Who cares if the other guy thinks that's ridiculous or one way or the other? You know, I, I mean, I think it's if you're like you know what I'm loving this right now as opposed to I think a lot of people think. I don't love this right now, but one day I will. That's when I think they get into trouble. You know. I mean, just to add two things to that, I found my calling in life. Um, I finally realized it maybe about a month ago, and it's to help people get the the professional lifestyle that they want, whether that's in a corporate job, whether that's there a startup, whether that's working at a startup or starting their own business. And AppSumo is my vehicle uh, for helping make that happen. And it was funny about a month ago, or no, two months ago, I was walking to a to a tavern in Austin, and I was, and my brain was literally like a, a open bucket. And I'm like, what, what do I want to fill this bucket with? I can fill it with thoughts of women, thoughts of money, thoughts of uh, you know, my parents. Or, and, and of all the things in my world that I could imagine, uh, it was like, oh, I want to think about AppSumo because that gives me the most satisfaction. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's, that's how I choose to spend a lot of my time. And I think one of the greatest lines around that is like, I don't look at this as work. It's not like, oh, I have to go to my job. I have to do this stuff. It's like, I could do anything right now. I could quit this. I, I'm a free man. But I, you know, of all the things, I think this is the best use of my time in, in this life. Very cool. And you mentioned, as we wrap up here, uh, Noah, is um, you mentioned that you want to grow it really big. Uh, yeah. You kind of have aspirations for that. You know, I, I know a lot of some entrepreneurs are super planners. They have certain things. Others go with the flow. Are you seeing this as like what? What's the next phase? You keep mentioning like evolution and phases. What's right. the What's the next phase? For AppSumer, are we looking just continued growth, or you're hoping like someone comes in and says we'll give you you know eighteen zillion dollars and four sumos for this, or, or what? What yeah. are we uh, what are we hoping for here? That's a great question. I mean, it's it's really hard. I think if anyone could say anything, but if someone came to you and said I want to buy you and this will change your life forever, uh, I truly I have money from Facebook and some other things, so I don't. There's nothing I don't buy that I can't have. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe happiness. Oh, good moment. So no, no, uh, yeah, you need a bell at that moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In terms of where I think it goes next, we'd like to take we'd like to 10x it. That's kind of how we look at the business. So by the end of 2012, we don't look at revenue. We care about our customers and and, and finding more of them uh, and helping more people. And I think when people say that, because it's kind of cheesy, I want to help more people. Really, you want to grow your business. Mm -hmm. And by helping more people, we also grow our business. And so by the end of 2012, we're trying to target five million uh, total customers. Wow. And so, so it's and so what that does is it we break it down to a monthly and a daily basis, and then it puts us in a mindset of are the decisions we do 10x decisions? Like, are we hiring a 10x person? Are we doing a 10x uh, effective new marketing strategy? Are the deals we're putting out 10x better than other deals? Uh, and those are the things and, you know, that'll get us to that level at, through next year. Well, very cool. Well, Noah, we wish you the, uh, the bestest, not even a word. Most uh, uh, can we do the, can we do the, uh, two things, though? I'm sorry, uh -oh, can I close uh -oh. it off? Uh-oh, what's that? Well, okay, I wanted to do a thing where like your audience can comment and I'll give them stuff for okay. free. Yeah, yeah, so, whatever you want to do. Sure. Why don't, like, We'll do three commenters. We'll get a hundred dollars AppSumo credit. Okay, so just so three any three commenters. Comments on, yeah, or maybe should they leave a joke or just no? Nah, just comment. Just comment. Even say anything. Like tell us what you think of this. Give us feedback. Uh, talk about David's abs. Uh, and then three people will choose randomly and give them a hundred dollars AppSumo credit. And I think now can we can we show the abs? I want to see some abs, dude. The six pack. God, this is gonna be the most uncomfortable moment in show history. Especially since I have the button down. There's like an awkward suspense. Do you know what I mean? Only for you, Noah. And I'm gonna get. Do you know how much shit I'm gonna get for this? A huge amount of shit. Dude, you are fucking ripped, dog. I'm gonna get a wow, why am I so excited about this? This is awkward. Like, Here, I'll show you mine. You after. made me do it, man. No, okay. I'll show you mine because I'm working on my...
Damn, son. Look, dude, look at this dude. No, I'm done. Oh, That's it. Right, you, look, look, look. you, you got to pay for more. <laughs> look, so I'm working on mine. It's not as good. It's a little more flabby. <laughs> I like it, though. I like There we go. And working if anyone, that was the most uh, awkward moment probably in the Rise of Top show history. Uh, I'm not talking about you. Uh, we've had plenty of guests raise their shirts up. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's me showing uh, anything on the show today. So there we go. I can, can I do a plug for my stomach? Please do. There's a guy. Uh, I love him, dude. He helps me out every day. His name's Adam from MyBodyTutor.com. And I, I literally email him every day, and he gives me feedback about what I eat and exercise. And I know you've, you've done your, your stuff. Uh, that's what's helped me. So. All right. Very good. I'll link him up for you. And, uh, oh. and Noah, where can people also connect with you if they want to check you out online or, or wherever? Um, where, where's the best way to find you besides signing um, up for AppSumo, of course? Yeah. So sign up for AppSumo.com right now. If you have any questions, if you want to start a business, if you have things you're unsure of, send me short emails to Noah at AppSumo. If you want to text me, it's 510-866-NOAH. I will respond. Um, or I guess on Twitter, Noah Kagan, N-O-A-H-K-A-G-N. But just whatever you guys want to do, do it. All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Noah, for coming on today. I feel a little violated, and I like it. So <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, man. All right. Good times. This was Noah Kagan on the Rise Up. All the links, everything we mentioned, that's all linked up below. We're going to give away that $100 to three different people. So make sure to leave a good comment on the RiseToptop.com. I'm David Seitman Garland, now with a shirt. I will see you next time. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more reminder, a big thank you to the sponsors that make the Rise to the Top possible to send it out free to everyone. Go to my PC. Check out the free, I, for free, you can check it out, the iPad app. Download the iPad app, then go to gotomypc.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE. You can access your Mac or PC from anywhere. Don't be confused by the name because you can do it with a Mac as well. All right, check it out.